Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations and metrics and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm very excited about today's episode. We are joined by the founder of Dot & Company, an account management agency for agencies. I know that sounds meta, but they help agencies keep their clients happy so that they can focus on the money-making activities and getting work done for clients. Taylor McMaster is joining us. She's the founder and she's worked with dozens of agencies to help them create world-class account management process. And she's here today to help us learn how to make our account management process world-class and keep our client engagements flowing smooth as butter. So Taylor, thank you for making time to join us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Marcel. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have other agency nerds on here. And account management is not an area that we've necessarily gone deep into. So I'm really excited about that. And I think it's also worth mentioning you're a fellow Atlantic Canadian. Yes, not many of exactly. us out here, but we're, we're both on the East coast of Canada. Uh, so yeah, I'm very, very happy that we were able to get this on the books and get it recorded. Yeah. And the funny thing is that we were connected through someone in Australia, which is literally the furthest place you could go from the Maritimes. And we got on the call and we were like, wait, we're literally a province apart. So that was that was pretty mind boggling, but super excited to be connected and, and to talk to your audience today. Absolutely. Well, I've given everyone a brief overview of what you do, but I'd love to give you an opportunity in your own words to share what you're doing over at Dot and Company. Yeah, sure. So like you probably mentioned, we do client management for agencies. So our main role is to come into an agency and to make sure that the agency owner is not doing all the client day-to-day -day management. So that is everything from client communication to project management, managing subcontractors, and really being that person who's the day-to-day -day communicator for the clients and also the client's advocate inside of the agency. So we're really coming in for those agencies who are growing and scaling and are realizing that they are being sucked right into that day-to-day -day, uh, of client management. So we are there to, to come in and bring our expertise and act as a client account manager for agencies. So I'm, I'm really excited to dig into this topic because I think it's so critical to, you know, so many things, protecting scope, keeping clients happy, keeping clients retained, keeping them informed. And we've, we've done episodes where we've talked on client communication and all these things, but we've never really boiled it down to account management. And the first question that I want to unpack is what is the role of an account manager? Because you and I both know we ask 10 account managers what they do every day and we generally get 10 different answers. What is your definition of what account management is and what its purpose is in an agency? Yeah, good question. So like you said, every agency looks different. This role looks very different, but for the purposes of what we do at Dot & Company, the role of an account manager is to glue everything together. So think of, think of an account manager as holding all of the information, both from the client side and from the agency side. So we're not only keeping the client happy by being super proactive with our communication and project updates and holding their hands through the entire process, we're also responsible for letting 
the team know where projects are at, where clients are at, and making sure that everything's kind of running smooth from both sides. So if you think of an account manager role as, yes, the relationship piece, but it's also that project management piece that we look at because in order to keep your clients happy, you need to make sure that their projects are moving forward, they're not falling apart, nothing's falling through the cracks, and that the internal team is getting things done on time. So it's just as much relationship as it is project management and being that kind of glue inside the agency. So that, that cascades perfectly into the next question, which is the intersection between account management and project management. And, you know, we've seen many different ways of structuring teams around these two disciplines. Many agencies have them split. A lot of agencies, it's a single role where the account manager is also doing project management. It, it seems to be a bit of a spectrum. I'm curious what your perspective is on where that separation should happen and how to determine if your agency should be splitting that into two roles or if one person should be doing it um, given where they are. How would you think through that exercise? Yeah. So project management and account management, yes, can go hand in hand, but there's definitely times when they need to be separate. So I always say, look at what your scope is. What are you doing for clients? So a lot of our agencies are digital marketing agencies or traditional marketing agencies where they may not have hundreds and hundreds of clients. So in that case, having one person in this role, I know it sounds like a unicorn, but it is possible. One person in this role to do both the client management and the project management generally makes sense because if we're talking to clients all day and updating them on where things are at, naturally the project management comes into play because digital marketing, yes, there's a lot of moving pieces, but it's not too much that you need to be a PM, like trained specifically in project management, like you would in a bigger agency, which say you're doing all these huge tech builds or you're doing like massive website projects. In that case, I always recommend a project manager who specializes in that area because you know the ins and outs of where things go and how long things should take and kind of the Gantt chart and all those things that I personally wouldn't be able to do if we're doing massive projects. But for the kind of average agency, we can generally do both really well. Um, so it, I would say it depends A, on the scope and B, how big your agency is. So if you're a massive agency and you can have a few account managers and have a few project managers and you can make sure that your systems are tight and your processes are really good, that they can speak to each other, but also make sure the client feels like they know what's going on, then that's the perfect scenario. But I know that's a long-winded answer to say it really depends um, on the scope and yeah, it is a super nuanced question. And, you know, I, I really believe that these things kind of exist on a spectrum. And we ha I had an interesting conversation with Galen Lowe over at the digitalprojectmanager.com about this, but we were asking the opposite question. What is the role of a project manager and what we landed on, which I thought was a pretty good answer was a project manager's job is to keep the project plan up to date. So all the stakeholders that rely on the project plan are informed. And so the account manager is one of those stakeholders. If they're going to effectively update the client on what's happening, they need to be able to rely on the project plan for that. And it would make sense that if the scope of keeping the project plan is small enough and simple enough and straightforward enough because of the types of service we offer or the because of the scale of the company or because of how many clients we have, then it makes sense if the PM is, you know, personable enough and has the skills to effectively communicate with the client to simply add that to the scope of what they do. So I think exactly. that's, a, that's a good answer. Good way to think yeah. about it. Yeah. So the next thing I want to dig into is 
how do we build, what does an effective account management organization look like inside of an agency? What are the keys to having great account management? What does world-class look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So every agency is different. And I know we talk about this every time we talk about agencies is that every agency is so unique. But I think the main thing is having somebody in the seat of talking to clients, onboarding clients, and then chatting with the internal team to make sure that everything's running smooth. For me, the there's a few key elements that make a really good account manager. Obviously, it's communication style. So how are you speaking to clients? How are you informing clients? How are you making your clients feel? And I know that's more of those warm and fuzzy things, but really, at the end of the day, we're all working with people. So if you can have somebody in this account management seat who actually really enjoys talking to clients and really enjoys making people feel really good, that's key in an account manager. And that's something that we look for when we're hiring is, yes, you have to have the experience, but if you don't have that gut feeling of that, you know, being personable and being able to talk to clients, it's just not going to work in this role. You can't, you're not behind the scenes. You're not the people building, you know, websites. You are the people talking to clients. So that communication is really, really important when it comes to systems and processes. This can look so different and and a lot of agency owners will come to us and say, okay, what project management software do I need? Okay, what workflow do I need? What are the specifics? And yeah, there's like so many cool tools and tricks and things like that that you can put in place. But really the most important key elements are keeping clients updated, making sure that nothing's falling through the cracks, getting, you know, communicating with your clients in a way that makes them feel like they're the only client that is on your roster and making sure that things are actually, you know, getting done. So if you're telling your client, we're going to have new creative to you by Friday, well, are you actually going to have new creative on Friday or are you not managing that project properly? So it's more of the soft skills that are actually really important in this, in this account manager role than most other roles in the agency. You know, we're not doing sales. We're not doing, um, you know, building websites or building Facebook ads. We need to be actually communicating with clients. So having a process in place is super important, especially for onboarding. But most importantly, ongoing management, because you don't want someone to come on board and they're so excited and then they flop and, you know, you forget to talk to them. You forget to send them, you know, a weekly email. You forgot, you forgot to ask them how they're feeling about the agency and how they're feeling about you. So all these key little pieces that go into a process are really important. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. With that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. And and I think there's so much value in, you know, the first, the question I would ask is like, is it possible to communicate with the client too much? And I think the answer is like, well, I mean, maybe like, 
if you sent them a hundred emails a day, but within, within reason, like yeah. sending them an email every day, I don't think is unreasonable. And to your point, all of this comes back to expectation management. You can just be clear with the client. Like you can expect to hear from me several times a week about what's going on with the project. If it ever feels like too much, just let me know. But I just want to exactly. make sure that you always feel like you know what's going on. And it can on every email can come from a place of service. Like, hey, Taylor, I just want to make sure that you've got the latest. Here's the scoop. Hey, I want. I just wanted to get ahead of this and make sure that you understood what to expect. Um, I think that's super critical and it makes such a huge difference because most people have had the experience of hiring a person, an agency, a freelancer, and then having to have held their hand. And really what that does is it undermines the value of the service that they've purchased. And there's no better feeling than feeling like you can trust the person that you've just hired. That's what we're all really trying to hire for, whether it's a full-time employee or an external vendor. And when you feel like, okay, they're on top of this and I don't have to worry about them, and they're proactively communicating that to you, man, does that ever add value to the relationship? It's, it's really, really huge. Exactly, yeah. And it's my favorite part, right? When clients are like, you know, thank you so much for the update. I'm like, yeah, I got it before they, they, you know, spiraled into not knowing what was going on. So, so if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, man, yeah, we could really do a better job at, um, account management in our agency, where should they start? How should they think about mapping out that baseline process? Yeah. So it all comes down to where you're at in your business. So if you are just starting out and you're wearing all of the hats, you know, we've all been there. I would definitely suggest keeping this account management role with you until you scale and you bring on a number of clients. As you start to scale and you start to look at where you're really strong at in your agency, are you really strong at sales or fulfillment or strategy or account management? Wherever that piece is, is probably going to be your next hire. But when your agency is scaling and you know that you want to bring on a number of clients, and you don't want to be laying in bed at night thinking, did I forget to email that client? You know, all those things that come to come with account management. If you're at this point where you need to work on your business and not in your business, the, the saying, you know, of all entrepreneurs, account management is very much so in the business. You are managing clients and you are managing projects. So it's at that point that it's time to think about bringing in somebody to manage your accounts. Maybe it's part-time, maybe it's full-time. And once you have client, it doesn't matter if you offer tons of different services or one exact service, an account manager is someone who can come in and learn the ropes of your agency and be able to talk the talk and to be able to manage projects. So when it comes down to it, I would definitely identify what that onboarding process looks like now and where you want it to get to, where some of these holes are in the process that you need to improve. Maybe it's communication, maybe it's asking clients how you're doing, maybe it's retention, maybe it's SOPs, maybe it's, you know, reporting, map out kind of all the things that maybe you're not that strong at, and then start to find where you can pull, pull things. So if you're doing the account management, maybe you can learn from people like us how to onboard clients, how to project manage. If you are hiring someone, great. What programs can you train them up so that they can learn how to be really, really strong communicators? So it's kind of starting from the beginning, right? Of like scaling up your agency and then realizing where there's holes and where you can fill those holes. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's a starting from the beginning is a good insight as well. Like I sometimes think about when I look at marketing, typically we want to start from the bottom of the funnel and move up because the changes we make at the bottom of the funnel have a greater impact on the entire funnel. And similarly, it sounds like in account management, it's like you kind of want to start at onboarding and then work backwards from that because the onboarding is the, the highest impact, the highest lever in the client relationship and the client life cycle, and then start to zoom out and look at the the broader life cycle of a project and under, and start to understand, okay, how can we communicate more effectively on the long tail so that, you know, clients are happier to stick around longer, et cetera. Is that, am I paraphrasing this correctly, Taylor? You got it. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> you'll hear it a lot in the agency world that even if you're not getting clients really great results, most times they'll stay on longer if they have really good relationships and a good experience with your agency. Hmm. There you have it. So the last thing I want to talk about is let's assume that we've got Maybe we're bringing on our first account manager. We have an account management team. How do we measure their performance? Are there metrics or ways of um, really assessing if somebody's doing a good job and if our account management system organization is effective at what it's doing? How would you think about assessing the performance of an account manager? Yeah, so account management is hard to manage or to report back on. So there are some things though that you can implement into your process that you can keep a pulse on how things are going. So one thing is happiness surveys. So we have this automated in our agency for all new clients. So for example, if you come on board, you're going to get a happiness survey in two weeks. So we know how your onboarding went and you know we're asking two minutes worth of questions to the client and we read every single one of those. And if there's any red flags or any wins, we're reporting that back to the team so that we can start to optimize processes, which has been an absolute game changer because we can see things that are happening without, you know, getting too far down the track. So happiness surveys is one. Um, Client communication in terms of how frequent it's happening. So as an agency owner, you want to know how quickly are people responding to emails or communication, as well as how frequently. So there's different tools that you can use. And Marcel, you probably know all the the tech things that uh, you can implement into your agency. But you know, measuring the quickness and responsiveness of your team is really important. And then of course, retention. So as agencies, yes, we won't always be bringing on new clients, but over time, starting to track how we're retaining clients from a month over month basis. So, you know, how many clients stayed on longer than their contract? How many people signed on again? How many people are, you know, falling through the cracks at XYZ? So like over time, obviously that takes time, but definitely want to know what the retention looks like. And uh, a big piece of that is the client manager. Hmm good metrics. Um, and it's interesting if somebody comes from the SaaS world, I liken this a lot to customer success. There's a lot of overlap between those two roles and generally the measurement there to your point, it's about, um, revenue retention, um, revenue expansion, and then client communication and client happiness. And that's really what it comes back to. So you can apply a lot of different levels of abstraction to that. But I think fundamentally the things that you've called out in terms of, you know, trying to get a read on client happiness, trying to measure, um, communication, and then also just paying attention to the the retention and expansion of those accounts are all pretty good high-level indicators of whether or not somebody's doing a good job. And of course, at scale, you can start to compare people to each other, which is always a good thing to do. That brings me to my last question, which has to do with, this is a, a question I get all the time, and actually I'm really curious about your take on, is 
what kind of capacity should an account manager have? And of course, this is a very difficult question to benchmark because what is a client and you know how much do you charge and all these things, but do you have a mental model around how much revenue or how many clients an account manager should be able to have under their purview or how you would think through figuring out capacity for an account management uh, design inside of your business? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This too is the most asked question across every agency they want to know how many accounts should an account manager work on and yes it's very different between clients and agencies what i look for is number of meetings because we're humans and we work a certain amount of hours so we want to know is there a weekly client call or a monthly client call is there an onboarding call or is there none so for example a youtube agency i work in i manage around 30 clients we have barely any client calls one internal call a week and most of it is email communication and project management that takes me about 15 hours a week versus i've worked in an e-com marketing agency and we had three major clients tons of calls tons of creative tons of work and that took me 15 hours a week so that was three versus 30 right so something that you can look at is meetings internal meetings and client meetings to to give you a start and then double that and that should give you the the amount of hours that it's going to take and then of course kind of narrowing it down from there what's going on in the accounts what is the scope how many reports are we sending etc cetera, etc cetera. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good framework for trying to work backwards to it. Cause to your point, it's so incredibly difficult to benchmark because, you know, no two client engagements are going to look the same depending on the services, depending on what you charge for them. There's too many variables to truly benchmark this, but, um, I like that rule of thumb is take your meeting time, double it. And that's a good place to start in terms of baseline assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I'm just going to go out and advocate for time tracking again. That's just oh, me yeah. being the ops nerd. Yeah. Just, oh, it's I, it's easier if you just measure too. it. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like you're doing it anyway. And if anyone asks you how much time does that take? Well, let me look at my sheet. It takes this long, right? It's running check. in the background. Yeah. yeah. It sounds crazy, but maybe it's not that crazy. So Taylor, we've, we've talked about a lot of interesting things. We've talked about what is account management? How's it different from project management or the same? how to think through splitting those things up. We've talked about what world-class client communication looks like. We've talked about onboarding. We've even talked about the metrics for measuring success. Are there any other things that our listeners should know about account management? Any words of advice for them if they're looking to improve that area of their business? Yes. So if you are not outsourcing your account management, either hiring full-time or to someone else, definitely do it if you're going to scale. Um, highly, highly recommend it. And it's so hard to... Think about getting out of account management if you are the one doing it, but I highly recommend it. It will change the game. And if you are already doing account management, definitely look at some of these metrics like we talked about, client retention, communication styles, and find where you could improve. Maybe it's just a quick happiness survey or an onboarding gift to a client. So there's always ways that you can improve your client experience. So sit down with your team and really dig in and see how you can make that experience that much better and then automate it so that you don't have to think about it and onboarding gifts, you know, things like that get, get sent without even having to give it any more thought. I love it. And if anybody wants to learn more about you, what you're doing over at dot company or follow the content that you're creating, where should they go? 
Yeah. So we are over at dotandcompany.co and we're across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and we also have a podcast that we're so excited to have Marcel on as well called the Happy Clients Podcast that you can definitely tune in and learn all of uh, the inside scoop of what we're up to. All right. So links to all of those references in the show notes. In case you're listening, just scroll down and you'll have access to the podcast, which hopefully I'll be on very soon and the website and all the other resources that Taylor's got for us. With all of that, Taylor, thank you so much for making time for us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, Marcel. All right. And for all those of you listening, leave us a comment wherever you heard this and let us know what you thought, what you got from it. And we'll see you on the next. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.
episode.